Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Why is it that when I am alone, I eat more food or tend to overeat? That's when I want to go and get my cupcakes. That's when I want to go and order takeout and eat it quickly because I'm by myself. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. <laughs> on today's Real WW Talk, Candace noticed her eating is a lot better when her husband is around. And she wondered if we also eat better when others are around too. And that takes us into a whole conversation. Plus, we are resurrecting an old WW moment from the workshops, the Bravo. Are you ready? Let's talk. Good morning and welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Ricky. I'm Candice. I'm Erin. Can I just tell you guys that I missed you so much last week. I missed being with you. We but I love you. I love the conversation. It was so nice to sit on the other side and just listen in. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. It was. So how was your how was your week? How'd you guys do this week? I did okay. I did okay. Um, I had to go back into work for a little bit. Uh, so going back into the office is always a challenge when you're so used to working from home and having to get your meals and everything together. So I struggled a little bit on that day because it required prior planning. And planning is not my strong suit, and it needs to get better if I'm going to have any type of success. But other than that, I did I did fine. How about you guys? Um, for me, I I also went into the office one day this week. We didn't have students yesterday, but I did uh, work from my school building because we got news that we are um, supposed to be going back at the end of February. Students will return March first. Um, so a few of us went in, and I was around more people. I've probably been around in a while, um, all masked, but um, we were setting up classrooms and just kind of preparing. But, you know, the whole level of stress of, you know, I've gotten used to this routine, kind of like you're saying, Candice, and now I have to get used to my old routine again and a new place because I switched jobs in September. Um, So that was uh, a little weird um, being back and then also going out to lunch. That was a huge issue working in a school before or people bringing in food. So um, 
my challenge was just dealing with my stress appropriately. And also just, yeah, I definitely didn't say no when my friend said she wanted to treat me to lunch yesterday. So I don't blame you. If someone else is paying, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'll, I'll figure out a way to track those things. <laughs> How about, about you, Erin? Um, I actually did really well this week. Um, one of the things that I did last week that was really helpful while I was sick was Uh, I had already prepped breakfast and I prepped lunch ahead of time. And then when I got sick midweek, I did an Instacart order and ordered all kinds of fresh fruits and vegetables in so that I could like attack whatever this thing was. Um, And so I kept that pattern for this week of having breakfast planned out and having lunch planned out, dinner I'm doing with the roommates. And so that's a little bit more flexible, uh, but it really helped keep me on track this week. And I did something different for exercise. Have you guys seen on uh, the the TikTok video that's floating around this, um, this young woman who lost 30 pounds and it's her treadmill exercise that she's done for two years. She says, I don't quote unquote diet. I just eat healthy foods. I don't do crazy exercise, but this is the exercise that I've done for two years. It's 12, 3, 30 is what she calls it on a treadmill on an incline of 12 at a speed of three for 30 minutes. Hmm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I'm like, why don't I just try that? Except for the fact that I'm six feet tall and our ceilings are um, not quite seven feet. So you put me on a treadmill <laughs> plus an incline of 12, I have to pop a ceiling tile. Oh. So it's not quite the workout for me because of my limitations or not limitations, maybe sky's the limit there. But it felt amazing to do an incline. And I don't know if you guys, if you do any treadmill work, have done the incline. It made me feel like I was walking outside. I loved it. Did it a couple times this week. Awesome. That sounds great. I tried a new workout too. So I got a Peloton. Not, And it's not here. It's not here. Oh, my God. They have this thing because they're on like a two-month back order or something like that. So they give you access to their app for free. And I figured you all would, would would laugh with me about this. I said, let me start off slow. They had a family workout that was supposed to be for kids. Okay. Kids can do this with you. 15 minutes of like pretending to throw snowballs and all this. And I was like, oh, I can do this. I'm easing back in that workout. Okay. <laughs> I felt like ridiculously, like I had never worked out in my life. They're like, bend down and throw the snowball and get on the sled and you can do it. Come on, Peloton family. I said, I'm going to die here. This is absolutely not a family fun workout. This is not family friendly. And this is showing me how out of shape I am. So for those of you all who ever use the app, even if you don't have a Peloton bike, they will let you do it for like 30 days. Don't do the family-friendly workout and feel bad if you can't complete it. Because I, for five minutes, sat on the floor and looked at that instructor. I sure did. So, Erin, I'm proud of you, but I, 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 I couldn't even finish the family-friendly Peloton workout. Listen, I didn't do. I should let me clarify. I didn't do the whole thing. I didn't do the 30 minutes at the incline of 12. One because. It's very dark up in that ceiling, FYI. You can't see much. And two, after like five minutes, I was feeling it. So I backed it down to uh, nine, put it more at a comfortable height for me. Um, 
And I was still feeling that. And because my legs are long, I need to speed it up for me. So I did it at 3.5 just to help keep my pace going. Um, but still, I was like, okay, but five minutes of this versus zero minutes, right? For both you and me, I mm-hmm. think that's yes, that's a positive way to look at it. Yeah. Well, thank you because I needed that motivation. I was like, because I, I, I don't think that anybody would give me a Bravo star this week for that. <laughs> no, I give you, I give you a Bravo star. I think yes. we do like, I think that's a new thing that we need to start doing as part of this is having a Bravo star mm-hmm. moment. And if you don't know what the Bravo star is, Candace, will you tell everyone because this is very Bravo special? Bravo stars <laughs> for those who need somebody to say good job or kudos <laughs> is something that WW used to do when they were Weight Watchers and they would give you a sticker <laughs> whenever you did a behavior change or showed something like a non-scale victory. It didn't necessarily have to be, I lost 2.2 pounds. It rarely was scale related. It was more behavior changes. So like we decided to work out I would get a Bravo star. Mm-hmm. I didn't get upset with my food pusher friend who tried to police my food. Mm-hmm. Bravo star. Mm-hmm. So I am fully in support of us giving Bravo stars on here because <laughs> I would do things on purpose just to raise my hand to get a Bravo star. <laughs> and Aaron and Ricky know it because I would raise my hand as soon as I thought of anything that was Bravo star worthy. I mm-hmm. tried a carrot this week. I tried a carrot. Hand <laughs> raise. <laughs> Give me a sticker. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, whatever motivates you. I think, you know, from a behavior standpoint, it is helpful because if you get that sticker, you are probably more likely to continue that behavior in the future. Yes. It's reinforced. So Ricky, I think you get a Bravo star because you had a very stressful week and you, it was front of mind and you were looking for ways to, uh, still stay on your plan mm-hmm. and be true to the goals that you set, even though you had extreme stress. So, boom, bravo star. Thank I you. wish you had a sound effect, Aaron. Oh, you we need a one. Wait, hold on. It's not a sound effect, but it is. I'm sorry for our people on our podcast can't see it, but here's a star thing that I have oh, on my desk. It's yeah. so beautiful. So yeah. people who are watching will have the star, and then we're going to find something, a symbol yeah. or a clap. So that you know. <laughs> We have to each have our own so we can just pass it, virtually pass the star <laughs> to each other. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that. Yes. Erin, and I think you definitely get one for being prepared and for having like pre-planning all those meals. And um, hey, here's your Bravo star. I have a little squishy star on my desk. So <laughs> Candace, you can just make a star with your hands or something if you want. Yeah, there's a round of applause for all there. of you. I love it. I love it. So uh, ladies, in our little chat that we had this week, Candace, you brought up a really awesome question that you took over to our Instagram community, which by the way, if you want to find us on Instagram, it's real WW talk. That's how you can find us on everything. It's real WW talk. Uh, could you kick the ball off on and get the ball rolling on this topic? Cause I thought it was pretty genius. It's something I've thought about, but haven't actually expressed yeah. outside. I started to notice a trend and my husband has been working from home for the past two weeks because of, uh, you know, with COVID, certain things happen. You have to sometimes quarantine. Um, so he was home with me for the past two weeks. And I noticed that my eating was a lot better than it was or is when I am home by myself, even with the baby. Because, and I, and I 
was wondering why that was because the same food, it's the same food. I didn't order out. I didn't do any of those kind of triggering bingey things that I tend to do when I'm alone. And I said, why is it that when I am alone, I eat more food or tend to overeat? That's when I want to go and get my cupcakes. That's when I want to go and order takeout and eat it quickly because I'm by myself. And I asked Aaron and Ricky, I said, is this something that you know, is just me or is this, is this, why is it, why is it that when I am by myself, I overeat and when I'm around others, I don't eat much at all. Mm-hmm. And they said that they felt the same way. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see if I was alone in that. And it doesn't sound like that I am. So the poll results showed that about 71% on Instagram were like us where we eat a lot when we're by ourselves, but when we're with others, we don't eat as much. But there are those who obviously are different. So I wanted us to explore a little bit about why that is, because I don't know exactly why. I think it's tied to guilt and shame. Yeah, (laughs) You know, I don't really want people to see how much I want to eat. So when I'm by myself, I feel free. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I think that's a great point. And I think it goes back to deprivation too. Um, I started following the binge nutritionist after you um, shared something on our real WW talk page on Instagram. And I, I think, you know, Sciat fitness says the same thing, but I think when you do have that mindset, when you, especially when you're around other people of like, I shouldn't, I don't want them to see me eating this, but I really want this. I want I want this cookie, but I'm not going to eat it because I don't, I I want it to be hidden because like you said, shame or fear of like how I'll be viewed. Then I think that intensifies the desire for it. So that when, you know, when you are alone again, it's like, I don't just want that one cookie. I want as many as I can get because I don't know when I'm going to have them again. And I'm by myself and I'm telling me, this is what I, I'm telling myself, this is what's going to comfort me now. Do you guys, does it ever run through your mind? Um, So one, I just want to acknowledge to you that I completely identify with this. And from, I don't know about you guys, but from even being a little girl, I would take food and I would hide it in my room. And I remember that um, keeping my room clean wasn't one of my um, greatest skills as a young adult or an adult adult. (laughs) And my mom was helping me clean my room when I was a kid. And she found uh, I had hidden on our, my window seat behind a pillow chips and they were inside of a paper towel and I stored them there like a squirrel and forgot that they were there. I don't even know how because I never forget food, right? It's kind of mind boggling. But my mom was like, why are there chips in a thing here? And she was mad. And I just remember feeling so one embarrassed that I had been found out that this thing that I was hiding here had been. And then I was also like, Oh shoot, I didn't eat them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Like you just described my childhood. Mine Mm -hmm. wasn't chips. 
but they found I had Duncan Hines frosting, you know, the ones in the can. So I like the cream cheese frosting icing, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. I had a spoon in it because my mom, you know, of course, it would not be pro her daughter eating a whole container of Duncan Hines frosting. Right. So I put it under my bed and I too was not one who cleaned up very well. And my mom was cleaning and I remembered while she was cleaning that it was under my bed. So you're like, don't you want to go? <laughs> I mean, and she found it and she didn't say anything, but I saw oh, the judgment. The worst. That's the worst. I saw the judgment. <laughs> it was, I relate so much to what you said, but welcome to my childhood. It's, it's embarrassing, isn't it? And I, I ask myself now as a grown up because I land in that 70% who would consume more when I'm by myself than with others. And I'm hyper aware when I'm with others. And like when I was at my unhealthiest state, like, okay, if we're having a pizza party at work. It's just two pieces and the salad. But meanwhile, in my mind, I'm like, I could eat this whole thing, but I can't, I've got to step back. And then it, in at my unhealthiest time, I would make an excuse why I had to go leave for something at, or an outside mm. meeting where I've got to run out real quick. And then I would go to Burger King and go get a full meal, mm-hmm. eat it in my car, go to the Walmart parking lot because they had trash cans in the middle of the parking lot, <laughs> not up front of the building. And then I would put my trash there and then I would come back into yeah. work. And I'm like, everyone can smell the Burger King on you, mm-hmm. Aaron. Everyone can smell it on you, you know? And the what what strikes me is because I, I definitely can relate to those scenarios, but for me, um hiding food didn't it it I don't remember doing it in my childhood. I remember starting it when I was in college, which I I've never had that realization until now. Um and I think it also tied into a period where I felt most isolated. And I and I gained the most probably the most weight um then. It was right after my freshman year. I had an interesting freshman year where I had a group of friends and we were friends by proximity. We were all in the same dorm and we had fun times, but a lot of the girls ended up not liking that school and leaving. Um, so my sophomore year, I was starting over. I, I had to live with freshmen because I didn't have friends that I, because they all left and, and I had a couple other friends who had already tied up with other people and and live there. So I had to start over. And I, I think looking back, I probably was depressed. And I, I had a really great roommate sophomore year, but she didn't find her group of people. So we would go to Target, get candy, and we like she'd get her bag of candy. I'd get mine. We'd go back to her dorm, listen to she, she loved musicals like me, listen to musicals, and just like she, her candy would disappear and my candy would disappear. Wouldn't talk about the candy. It would never be out. It, it would just be like, hidden. And I I think that was probably the start of it. And it's interesting that it started later in life, but at that period was a period of isolation. And uh, for me, um, and thankfully I did start over and find my group of friends that year, but um, it's interesting that I think there's that correlation with the um, loneliness and the hiding. Candice, have you, has that been a part? Because when I think back to my childhood and like the hiding of the food and even now loneliness is a hundred percent a key for me and that I'm using food to fill that void. You know, surprisingly for me, it wasn't loneliness. Okay. For me, it was judgment. 
because I would say that I came from a family, not that they meant to, you know, God, mom and dad, if you're watching, I don't blame you, but I feel like they were very judgmental of others who had weight issues or who liked to eat. I would hear comments because I had an aunt who was very overweight and I would always hear them comment about how much she was eating or, um, you know, things like that. And so I felt that me wanting things and wanting to eat certain things was not good. And in my desire to want to be not viewed negatively, but still wanting what I wanted, (laughs) I would hide it so that I was still seen favorably. Now, and I wasn't a child who grew up overweight. You know, that was another thing. So it's not like I had a physical manifestation early on of being an overweight child. I was involved in a lot of sports and things that probably burned off the whole container of frosting because also metabolisms when you're like eight, nine are a lot different. Not to say that there are other people don't have that challenge, but for me, it was more shame, guilt, uh, and, and not wanting to be judged not isolation, but I can understand how it could for, for those who do struggle with it. And it's from a place of loneliness or isolation. I think the manifestation is still the same. Mm-hmm. And I related to what you said, Aaron, about eating in the car and wanting to, you know, have it, knowing that you're, I also was always concerned that I wasn't going to have enough to eat when I went places because I would mm-hmm. isolate. Like you said, I'm going to have two pieces of pizza and a slice of sa- and salad because that's what normal people do. Mm-hmm. Normal people eat that amount. I am want the whole pizza. So let me go ahead and eat eight slices before I get there. Stop by 7-Eleven or somewhere else and get something so that I feel full and then I can eat the two and look normal. Mm-hmm. That was another pattern for me. Yeah. You see, the crazy thing is though, you can tell looking at me, I'm not eating normally. Right. Mm-hmm. You can tell looking at me that I'm not eating normally and I don't know why in my brain, but I'm, at least I'm glad that I'm self-editing with other people, but I'm also not being honest uh, to myself or, or to others by hiding it. And I think, for me, as I've progressed in the journey, I would say that is not really an issue for me anymore mm-hmm. or or it's on the back burner, but it's not because it's just gone away. It's just for me, mindset. I just keep going. Why am I doing this? Why am I hiding this? And if I'm hiding something, it's probably not right. Right. And it's not, it's not helpful to me. It's not helpful to the freedom that I want because mm-hmm. usually hiding doesn't equate to freedom. Right. Right. And what, you know, guys, you hear from me all the time, like, I just want to live in freedom. Mm -hmm. And I have to, if I want a five guys and the full fries, then by golly, I'm going to get it and I'm going to eat it in front of other people. Mm -hmm. And if they want to say what they want to say, that's fine. Because at the end of the day, I know me, I know the work that I've done to get to this place where I can sit in front of other people and just eat a five guys in a bowl with the fries and I feel fully confident in myself now that I can say back to someone who makes a comment, um, how's your food? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. But it's it not does. wanting to deal with the food police because <clears throat> what you're expressing is that you feel confidence to be able to say, yes, I had that five guys. Mm-hmm. So basically say something to me if you'd like, but I'm going to eat my five guys and I don't care if you don't think it follows keto or whatever mm-hmm. else that you are doing in your life. If you want to judge me because you view a hamburger as me being off of whatever you think I'm on, mm-hmm. that's your business, right? not my business. But, but that's I, hard. Yeah. 
Have you guys ever felt like you've gotten confirmation from others that they are watching you? Because I've had friends, you know, well-intentioned friends who are like, well, you don't eat a lot. I've, I've seen you, like, you don't eat a lot. And it's like, so so they, in their minds, I think they're thinking, oh, maybe it's a, like a metabolic issue or like a thyroid thing or like, oh, you should look into that because you don't eat a lot. But it's like, well, you the fact that you're noticing what I'm eating and you're expressing that as, well, someone who is your size probably eats more. And because you don't eat that, like that shows that you've had a process and a thought about what you've observed me eating. So therefore you've confirmed <laughs> that you're watching me and that I should be shameful and I should be um, eating this small amount while you we're having, you know, what our, our dinner party. And then I'm going to eat the rest later when you leave. And I know that we don't have a lot of time. I know we have to get to our meeting, but as a people pleaser, that's a whole, we could talk about this. I think this needs to go on for another, you know, at another time, because yeah. as a people pleaser and someone who's hyper aware of what others think about you, and I think all of us have that sensitivity because we know, mm-hmm. and when it's validated, Ricky, like yeah. you said, it's validated that somebody is indeed watching your food, thinking about what you're eating, it makes it 10 times harder mm-hmm. to not, you either go one extreme, which is you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to eat whatever I want. Or you go further into hiding, mm-hmm. which is I, you're right. I don't eat that much. Don't think poor of me. And then when you're by yourself, rawr, mm-hmm. there it goes. Right. I, um, exactly what you said, Candice, cause we've got to get over to our meeting, but I, I do want to say like, I bounce, what I'm trying to find the balance in between is I, I would go in between the two things where I would just then retreat and go completely into hiding mm-hmm. or I would deal with it very aggressively. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, uh, my inner fighter comes out and she's got to she got to roll back sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just want to find the medium in between the two where I can acknowledge what they're saying and also acknowledge for me that I'm not bothered by, even though I might slightly be, I want to get to a place where I'm not as bothered and just acknowledge like, yes, I am eating it. And it's also a part of my WW plan. How's it going for you? And just, you know what I mean? And just leave it. A friend of mine said something that I thought is absolutely amazing that I just keep thinking about it. And she said, offense can only uh, be taken. Mm -hmm. It can only be taken. It can't be given. Mm -hmm. People might say something that would be offensive, but you're determining what the offense is to take. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh man, that's amazing. And so I'm, it's completely in my control of how I take that. If I want to turn it into an offense or if I just want to let it go. And I'm working really hard to let it go because I don't want them having power over me. And I don't want those thoughts having power over me mm-hmm. and then me turning inside and going and shoving food in my face. Yeah. All because of what they said. Like mm-hmm. that, no, I reject that. Put a block up, put a wall, get out of my way. <laughs> and I'm trying to get there. Yeah, but I agree with you. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. Um, okay, well, we have to wrap up today because, like we said, we've got to go over to our meeting, but um, we wish you a great week. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. We'd love to hear if you're a person who eats less when you're in front of other people or more in private, or if it swings the other way for you. We'd really love to know uh, how it works for mm-hmm. you. So catch us over on uh, our Instagram. Uh, Ricky, you want to tell everybody about that? 
Yeah, our real WW Talk Instagram. We've been sharing snacks and ideas of, of just how we get through our day to day lives on WW. So um, check us out on Instagram at real WW Talk. And sorry, that's where you'll find Ricky's amazing snack idea for this peanut butter. Yes. I just have to plug that before we go. <laughs> so it, yes, nuts and more. I think is is what the brand is. Um, hopefully I got that right. But they have lots of different flavors. And um, it's like a nut butter um, that has uh, a lot of protein, a lot of added things, but no, none of the bad stuff added to it. Um, so it's it was really delicious. And I like that they had little sampled size packets that were, you know, where I bought them, you know, a little bit more than a dollar, but it was nice to be able to sample it before committing to the, you know, a $7 jar of it, because since it is all natural, it's a little more expensive, but it was totally worth it. Um, I highly recommend it. I had the salted caramel flavor, but I also have a packet that I've yet to try that's um, birthday cake flavor. And I will share, I'm sure it's amazing, uh, but I will share um, what I thought of it after I tried it. They cake anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, you can check it out over on our Instagram page. Uh, Ricky always shares a lot of awesome snacks and food ideas over there too. We all chip in, but I think Ricky's kind of cornered the market on that. She's, she oh, got yeah. it going for us. <laughs> She's awesome. All right. Uh, have a great week and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.